new music this week. It wasn't that much. I'm not gonna lie to you. This Ryan Trey project, Street Say You Miss Me. I listen to most thing. of it. Think about? Um, I just was happy to hear from Ryan Trey. Like I haven't heard a Ryan Trey project. I think his last one was in 20, if I'm not mistaken, but. I haven't heard a project from him since then, and I've been a big fan of him since I first heard him. And I just think this project sounded good for um, like a like I think it was like his second outputting. Yeah, he only has one other album, 2018 actually. So it was five years ago since he's put out like an actual project. But um, oh, wow. I think it has some good sounds on it. I think he had a lot of like he really gives me like Bryson Tiller and like. He even tries to play around and like kind of like the Drake with the rapping and the singing too, like doing that. I heard a little bit like a, even like a party next door influence on some of the songs, but I feel like it was good music. And if you're looking for like that, like chill R&B vibe, but he does have some like more upbeat songs on here. I would definitely say go check this out. Um, I think my favorite songs, if I'm giving favorite songs, I think I'd Rather Not was a good one. I Doubt It was good, and Nobody. Nobody was definitely one that I had liked, but I would say go check this out. That's just me. Just me. Okay. I definitely, I gave it a breeze through earlier today. I, I liked it. I always liked Ryan Trey. Um, he probably, get, he does give you Bryson Tiller vibes. I know when he came out, I don't know about his management, but when he came out in 2019, yeah. that song, Nowhere to Run. Uh, with Bryson Tiller, they they had the same manager at that point, so they probably did some type of work together, collaboration around that time. And Tiller, Tiller kind of like birthed a lot of people's careers if we're being honest around that time. So yeah, I'm definitely gonna give this more of a listen this week. I'm gonna try and get into it a little bit more, but I did give it a first listen. It did sound good, you know what I'm saying? So I agree. Definitely check this out if you into the. I mean, he is he is trap solo. I would I would categorize yeah. him as trap. Another thing I want to give him credit for is like I'm looking at the credits and he's like on a lot of these writing credits. You know, a lot of people have other people write for them or have a lot of help. And obviously, some of these songs he does have help on, but it's looking like he's doing a bulk of the writing, which is always good to see. But that's good. Yeah, that is that is an interesting an interesting conversation. Like how much how much do you want? Uh, other people writing the records and or how much does it matter? You know what I'm saying? I was on Twitter talking to somebody about yeah. you know that song, Water. Have you heard it? Yeah, that song was written by uh, Ari Penn Smith. Who, he's fire. He 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 writes a lot of your favorite R&B song choices. He was on K. Trinata's project, last project. He's done a lot of stuff that I'm a big fan of, but you, like, does it matter that he wrote it as opposed to Tyler? Like, I don't know. The song is fire. Yeah, I, I don't know. I feel like Drake is a big. I don't know. I keep bringing up Drake, but like Drake is a big proponent of this. Like when he was dealing with the, was his name Quincy Miller, when he was dealing with that guy, like writing for him. And I feel like you couldn't yeah. have Quincy Miller perform that song. Like you even saw from the roughs, like you couldn't have him perform that song and have it sound like energy or have it sound like no telling. Like you couldn't, you couldn't have him do that and it have the same effect of. Drake's performance on it or like his his cadence with it or the way his mind saw it, the different lyrics he threw in there. Like, of course, having somebody else write for you, it could like could look away because it's like, why can't you write your own lyrics? Why aren't you putting in the I guess the energy into your art? Because that does take the energy and the effort to really sit there and write out all your lyrics and learn how to make song structure. But I feel like performance is also a big part of rap and music in general. So yeah, I think that's I think I think it's all it only matters to people in rap. 
I feel like every yeah. other genre, people don't really care. Right. But rap, we care. But um, Ari, Ari Penn-Smith, he wrote Over by Lucky Day, Move by Beyonce, Grace Jones, and Thames. Or he at least wrote on that. Uh, Addiction by Doja Cat, Dying for Your Love by Snow Allegra, Jam by Chronics and Wizkid, Situationship mm. by Snow Allegra. That's just a few. Um, oh, and he wrote with uh, Wizkid on... Uh, Made in Legos on Piece of Me, Reckless. Like he has a lot of writing credits that I really love. But yeah, shout out to him. Anyway, projects. There was one project I briefly wanted to mention. I just found it right before this. Actually, it's called Ravi by Moravi. Um, this is uh, last year, either at the end of last year or the beginning of this year, David O uh, launched his label and he had two artists on there. And this was one of them. Um, she was on his last project that just came out. And her voice is really dope. And I, I've really like been getting into the songstresses of like Afrobeats, like the singers. You know what I'm saying? Everybody knows Thames and Iris Star is becoming popular, but like there's more and more of them popping up, like like uh Tyla and then Moravi. But this a uh, solid this this is her first uh her introduction, right? It's five songs on there. Um and she has a really dope voice. So if you're into a uh, good R&B, Afrobeat type of vibe. I'll just give this a listen. Very brief. But um, that's all I really had for projects. I had a couple singles on here. Did you hear Meg this time? Uh, I did hear it. Did I was messing it? with it the second time around. The first time, it kind of felt like a normal Meg song to me. Like, I felt like she was kind of just coming out, same kind of cadence, same kind of flow. And I was just like, okay. Work like getting a Meg song, like the you know cookie cutter flow. But I felt like I went back and really listened to the lyrics, and she was kind of getting more into like the personal stuff she's been going through, and like what she, what's been affecting her, and like how she's been feeling. And I think some of them lyrics were like real deep. And I feel like through a couple more listens, I was I was messing with that. Like I was really really messing with what she was saying and like the flow she had on there. After I agree, I agree with you. I think, and I, I bring this up. Uh, I've been doing a lot of talking sure. on Twitter. I don't know about you, but I've been I've been like talking to a lot of different people in there. It's I've, I've been finding people that enjoy a lot of the same music on there and on TikTok on live and stuff like that. But I I was talking to somebody about the uh, Meg record, and I just I feel like hip hop yeah. is introspection. You know what I'm saying? Hip hop is just like it's the uncomfortable truth. It's the things that you like don't want to say out loud, but you say out loud. Like if that makes any sense. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like this record, like going back and listening to it, she said things that made people feel uncomfortable, which is what I feel like you f I find a, in a lot of my favorite hip hop, right? Like a lot of Kendrick's last album, people didn't really like some of the things he was saying made people feel uncomfortable. You know what I mean? Some things that J. Cole says oftentimes feel uncomfortable. And I feel like that's just the essence of what hip hop is because it's coming from the voice of the voices or the people that don't get to speak in the public eye. You know what I'm saying? Hip hop was like, a counterculture in that way and I just think that anybody who's willing to speak that honestly and like openly and candidly like it just gives me that same feeling that feeling like this is real like this real hip hop so I thought that the song as well yeah. I, I feel it. like at least speaking on the like J. Cole um, Kendrick thing like I feel like besides J. Cole the Drake and Kendrick's album when they first came out like they were kind of misunderstood people didn't really get them people kind of but that's kind of every time Drake drops I feel like that that's how it is with most artists like they say those uncomfortable truths that 
people aren't willing to like hear because people don't want to always hear the truth but people get it like later on down the line type thing yeah yeah i agree i agree like i said not that much music otherwise these three singles i found and i'm briefly going to get into them because i don't know if you saw any of these but La Chamba and Peso. Uh, this was something that just came across my feed the other day. Somebody was telling me, like, in terms of trap, trap Spanish rap, like trap. I don't even know if it's trap rap, trap reggaeton. I don't know what you want to call it. But Archangel is one of those um, artists that people have been recommending to me. So when I saw the song, I was like, let me get into it for real. The vibe is dope. And Peso Puma is just everywhere this year. I don't, you can't really escape him if you're listening to anything Spanish or Latin. So I like this song a lot. This the second one is out of these three singles I'm gonna get into is probably my favorite if I'm being honest. Bima by Shensia and Lola Brooke. I said this before somewhere. I don't remember where, but Shensia raps better than ninety five percent of these female rappers when she wanna rap. She's on she's on record saying that she's trying to do more R and B and singing, which is fine. I mean do what you gotta do because she has a bunch of dance hall rap records from before. But this record she's rapping. And I just, I really enjoyed it. And if you know how old Brooke give it up on a record, just her vibe and her energy, like she kind of matched and see it in this. So if you're looking for a rap record that would somewhat surprise you, I would get that Alyssa Bima by Shensia and then Tokisha Candy. Tokisha is an artist from the DR. And she gives me like this real, I don't even know, like DR has an energy that I can't compare to anything. You know what I'm saying? Like the energy on all the records that you get from anybody from the DR, El Alpha, who else from there? I don't even know. I can't even give you that many, but El Alpha for sure. Like she's giving that on this record. And I've been giving her her catalog a deep dive this last week and I've been enjoying her music. So she just put this out on Friday. It's called Candy. Uh, I give that a listen. 